Welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, is Trevor Scott. Hi, hello. <laughs> <coughs> oh, sorry, there was a frog in my throat. Hawaii, hello. No, 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 no I, want you, I want you to do that voice for the whole episode. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it should be me. I'm, I'm the one who's, who's been sick this week. Usually it's you who's, got a, who's a bit croaky, but uh, yeah. I've been a little bit sick, so, so pardon the croakiness. Uh, and hopefully... There will be no coughing in the episode because I'll edit it all out, but there'll probably be plenty on the recording. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling there will be. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this is Bitstorm and we're going to play Click Pitch and let's get into it. So, Click Pitch. Do you want to do the the uh, definition, our, our explanation this week, Trevor? Our explanation. Okay. We have a random word generator in front of us. We both click refresh on the count of three, two, one. And then click, we mash those two words together and create a game design. It's a very sensual process. Yes, especially with your wonderful, sexy voice today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's get these words on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Bean. Three, two, one, click. <laughs> All right. Mash them together. My word is mistake. Shopped. Shopped? As in like the past, S-H-O-P-P-E-D. The past. Right, the past tense of shop. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, is this just is this a game somehow about getting home after a shopping trip and finding that you've bought something incorrectly by mistake? I think this might be a game in which you have made a mistake and you're returning an item to a place that... Doesn't normally accept <laughs> returns. Um, returns, so you've okay. got to actually try and convince the person to um to allow it. So it's a mobile game, so it's only it's only a very quick thing, and you can just randomly um select the item, and it's it's one of those. In fact, just just to make this really quite fun, you're you're going. <laughs> that is you, the idea. <laughs> the the um item that you're returning is maybe sexual in nature. <laughs> you're basically returning a sex toy. A sex toy of some sort. To, like, Sexyland or Club X or whatever. Yeah. Big Joe's Sex Emporium. <laughs> no, yeah, he, definitely like takes, he definitely takes returns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining, you know, they're going to say, Wait, this package is open. Was this used? <laughs> this package is dripping. <laughs> so hey, just- you took it to sex toys. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I had a drink, and it was just like um, it dropped back in. <laughs> oh, I thought you were. Ma- I thought you had a soundboard there. You were doing the, dri- the dripping sound effect. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I guess you're just going to use that in the edit now. <laughs> I'll just cut that cut that in immediately as I say that we're dripping. <laughs> uh, All right. So how does this game play out? Is it sort of dialogue tree based? Yeah, I'm thinking you you've got a, a whole heap of different um, different items 
in which you you're okay. trying to you're trying to return and depending- none of them were satisfactory. None of them were satisfactory. And I'm thinking maybe in the backstory you're actually purchasing from somewhere else and trying to give back to uh, give to this other store which has a very similar receipt and you're trying to make money out of it. <laughs> so you have to like <laughs> fake the receipt in some way. Yeah, I think that can be part of it and then you it's it's all about persuading the person that you're um the the clerk behind the desk to accept right. it without going to the manager. Okay, so there's like a little meter for how pissed off they are before they're going to call a manager in and you have yep. to sort of make them feel better somehow by, I don't know, accepting that, okay, so you're not going to take the half empty bottle of lube back, <laughs> but but I have a barely grazed fleshlight here that I think you're going to find just, yeah. <laughs> I've got this extra large butt plug. (laughs) And it doesn't smell whatsoever. Don't ask why I'm returning it. It was too small. (laughs) Oh, this episode is off to just a a great start. To a raging start. Just a a dripping start. I think it's time to three, two, one click. Approaching. Breakdown. Uh, approaching breakdown. So mm-hmm. it's it's a game where you play a clerk at a sexy land. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, this fucking this, asshole keeps, keeps bringing from- in this stuff that he's obviously had inside of himself. Okay, so I I, I kind of like the idea that it's that it's a a clerk at like a post office or something like that, and. You're having to deal with with different um with different customer complaints, and depending on on the customers that come in and how irate they are and all that sort of stuff, your character's gradually approaching a breakdown. But the breakdown could could actually be, you know, him deciding to quit his job or or him deciding to go postal if it's in a post office or something like that. All right, so I. I went in a different direction, but maybe we can combine the two. Maybe we can combine the two. So, I went to breakdown from a musical sense, right? Like, you get to the breakdown in a song, which is kind of the, like, I don't don't even know what the terminology is. It's like the bridge sort of thing, or it's like, it's where it, you know, it changes tempo, it changes whatever. Maybe it's your game, but it's (laughs) (laughs) rhythm-based. And then the breakdown is like using star power kind of thing. Yeah, like you have this breakdown, but it actually just makes you. Uh, well, maybe it makes you like uber productive, and so you can like get rid of these customers even faster because you're just raging. Or yeah, you just like have a complete psychotic break, and you just go on a killing spree, <laughs> and that really cuts down the number of customers quickly, and your hi- <laughs> and your score multiplier just skyrockets. So you're saying a rhythm game. Yeah, so I'm almost- But only I'm- when you get to the breakdown? No, no, the whole thing's a rhythm game. So I'm almost thinking a little bit like Tapper. So you've got- <laughs> Going back to the Tapper well. <laughs> yeah, tap that well. Uh, you've got, you know, you've got people coming towards you. They're all irate. You're in the complaints department for a major department store or something. And, uh, you have to, you have to hit buttons at the right time as they get to the front of the line. To, to make them happy and give them refunds or 
or you know, just uh, keep them occupied enough so that you can get a manager in or something, and it okay. all has to ha- it all has to happen to the to the beat. Okay, so what I'm actually seeing is taking your tapper idea mm-hmm. and sort of taking a typing of the dead sort of idea as well. Okay. I think this is very similar to something that you had tried to make yourself in that each person that comes up has a certain sequence of notes that you've got to actually play. So yeah. you need to be lined up in their line and then you need to play that series of notes, however long it is, and that will deal with that customer. And then yeah, you move okay. to the next one. So at the start, you know, you sort of maybe the first customer is like uh, blue, red, blue. So you're like blue, red, blue, and then you move to move to the next um the next one just by strumming the um because I'm thinking this is a guitar hero game. Yeah, that makes sense. There's probably a drums mode as well. Yeah, probably drum drums mode as well. But then later on you you may get to orange, orange, green, red, yellow, blue, orange, orange, blue, yellow. And it's like that got that that customer out of the way. And you can you can start having to, you know, move to the next one and, and if they get to the front of the line and they and they queue up too much. Yeah. Then they get mad and your, and your manager does come and you lose yep. points or you lose your multiplier or something. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that is similar to a game I tried to make years ago where it was aliens attacking the Earth and you had to use the Guitar Hero controller to, to hit the sequences on them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is cool. So, And obviously, you have to do it in the right rhythm along with the song Yes, uh, to get the most points. Can you... So, I guess, can you do half of the sequence for one particular person and then, like, switch off to someone else and do their sequence and then come back and finish it? Or is that just going to ruin... Like, that's not going to go along with the song well enough, so you... Um, I think you can, but it means that if you make a single mistake along the way, it, um... Or if you like, take too if you take too long to get back to a person, it gradually adds notes back on. Or right. adds notes to the end that you've got to, you've got to, like hit to actually get that get rid of okay. that person. So we probably can't make it necessarily that the the sequences on a particular person are specific notes in the song. It's more just as long as you hit them in, in the rhythm in, in the rhythm yeah. of the song that yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh Crypt of the Necrodancer style that you have yeah. to have have to hit something within within that time. And that can just be literally jumping to it to other um other people as part of it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's down, it. I mean, down, and a little green, bit like um, blue, blue, red, <laughs> that sort of thing. Well, kind of like Rock Band Blitz in that way too. In a way of you had to jump between the different um, channels. I don't know if you ever played that. Mm. Uh, you had to jump between the different channels in time as well. But yeah, I think I think that could actually be quite a fun game. Yeah, that's cool, and it's got a, a, quite a unique setting for a rhythm game too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's many other like complaint department rhythm games out there. And I'm thinking that at the start, like, pretty much you've, you've got time for each customer to have a maximum of six notes. If they, if they get like to seven, then they start getting irate and then it starts adding more notes on faster until right. the point that you, that you literally can't keep up. Yeah. So you have yeah. to be sort of thinking of, of what you're actually doing at each time. And yes, you can miss notes because you may be waiting for a certain, um, certain part of the song, but if you miss too many notes in a row, then it adds too many. Uh, it adds more to each of your um, customers. 
that are at your complaints department. Oh, right. So you miss, right. You miss, okay. It adds to all of them. So it's a real penalty. Yeah. If you miss, like, I think it's three in a row, I'm thinking. Yeah. Then everyone gets It could be, gets, be an interesting, an uh, interesting no. multiplayer experience, too. Two players at once being able to, like, you know, you go hit line four and I need to finish off these two customers in line two. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. And and kind of like typing the dead, the second that you see them coming down, you can actually start, you know, hitting those notes beforehand. So, we sort of, like, throw, like, they haven't even come up to the desk yet, but he's, like, managed to turn them away before they get there. Yeah. So- <laughs> just throws paper airplanes of ref- refunds at them or something. <laughs> you just see him just throw throw cash at them. <laughs> and if you and if you do a simultaneous breakdown just to bring it back to the original word, then you just you get real multiplier points and mm. you're both just jamming away. I, I think I think the um as you said before, the breakdown's kinda like the star mode. So yeah, there's certain yeah. customers that have like give you the star power as it were. Because they were really difficult customers. And you if right. you if you manage to get them in one in one hit then you, you get given, like, the star power. And then, basically, I'm thinking what the star power mode can actually do is reduce everyone's um, notes, like, down to, down to, like, two or three, so you can knock out a whole heap of customers in, in quick yeah. succession. Well, and from the music point of view, like, you know, we put this in the hands of harmonics, they're the fucking masters of this stuff, like Drop Mix that's just, that's just come out. They'll be able to make it so that it, whatever song you're playing, you hit the breakdown button, and it does change the fucking tempo and change yep. the the way that the song's being mixed uh, in real time so it sounds like the actual breakdown and you can just like bow, 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 go home fucking Janet <laughs> I'm now imagining like you know you, you're playing that coupon is invalid you're playing like a, the, the sort of fast solo from um, through the fire and flames as the um, as <laughs> as like the the breakdown in this particular one. It's like, oh, my God. It's the boss. You're just invalidating coupons left and right. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's click again. Three, two, one. Click. Yeah, I think we better. Muck. Repeating. Okay. Uh, it's Groundhog Day, but you're a pig. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's all I had. That's all I had. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, every day you notice it's the same slop, the same mark in your in your in your trough. No, that's a terrible idea. Come up yeah. with something better. Okay, so have you seen the Netflix movie Naked? I have not. It's on my list. I've heard mixed things. So. It wasn't bad. So I'm thinking it's kind of like that in that every no spoilers. every day. No, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking every day you, you pretty much wake up and you're just falling face, face first into muck. Okay. So you get up and you're covered head to toe in, in muck. Right. And you've got basically the day to try and, to try and, um, do something. Yeah. Classic Groundhog Day style. You're sort of trying to, trying to figure out what's going to close the time loop and let you not repeat the day. Waking up and falling into muck. So I'm thinking what it what it can actually be is at first you're on a farm and there's lots of um lots of crazy things that you can kill yourself with. 
And if you die, then you then you end up back back in there. I'm thinking kind of the funny stuff out of um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, um, okay. kind of like you you trip and you go headfirst into into a combine into a harvester or something barrel. like that. Yeah. And I'm I'm seeing all the all these funny sort of funny sort of death things, and the whole thing is every time that you die, obviously you go back to the start, and it's pretty much trying to work out how you ended up in this in this muck. Yeah, well, I was gonna say because like maybe it's a mix. A mixture of Dude Where's My Car and Groundhog Day in that you can't remember the last 24 hours, but also the day is repeating. Yes. So, you've got that day to basically do what they did in Dude Where's My Car, which is go back and unravel where they'd been <laughs> for the last 24 hours with all these crazy events. But because you've got repeating time to do it, like, yeah, you don't have to do it all in one go, but by the end of the game- it's like, oh, okay, like you've you've worked it out and you know what you have to do next. So, I kind of like the idea, you know, in, in the game Dead Cells where you have, every time that you die, you go back to the very start and it's somewhat, somewhat different. Yeah. That, that never seemed to get old. Like, I, I, I still play that every now and again now and I just go, you know what, just because you're going back to the start doesn't mean that everything's sort of the same. I mean, that that's that's the classic roguelike formula yep. from recent years, right? And yeah, so this sort of story would definitely work quite well in the roguelike genre. So rather than, you know, being roguelike and, and things change every single time, I think things are always in the same position. You just now know, okay, don't step in between the, the trailer and the I know the the straw bales because you know then a rampaging pig comes and disembowels me, you know. S- step, yeah. Step between here and then you can you can work out, you know your your quickest way to get through this sort of thing, kind of like a speed run. That by the end of it, you know you're like okay, jump over here, you run through here, get the get the um, knock the farmer out, get his clothes on, um, steal his truck. Now now you're getting to the next place and and you can actually you know. So the issue is the issue with these sorts of games, and I think people have tried this before or talked about this before, and I think we've talked about similar games before. Yes, we have. Where it is, is it is about this sort of repeating the same thing, so you know what to do perfectly. Is it could get really, really tedious. So I I don't think we should necessarily go away from that idea. But what I think needs to happen is there needs to be some challenge to actually making it happen the way you want it to. And so it's about the challenge. It's not it's not just the challenge of and I mean this could get frustrating as well because I'm I'm also just thinking of even this brings me back even to like platformers where it's just you know it's the same every time but a lot of skill is needed to get through yep. and you have to memorize basically the best way to get through. We don't want it to be frustrating and maybe we do bring in some roguelike stuff of as you make your way through your skills get better in some way. Or we put in some gameplay mechanics to basically recognize the fact that you've been here before. So maybe as you go through, the correct way is highlighted or like, you know, I'm even thinking, and this doesn't quite go to your original idea, but if it's like a shooter or something like a third person shooter, it's things like when you're first going through, you're just going to get decimated. And you don't necessarily have new equipment and stuff every time, but it's things like, oh, now you know the boss's weak points and they're highlighted and mm-hmm. you get a sense of, oh, you know, in three seconds, five people are going to come from here and we actually 
like display yeah. that on the screen. It's not just that you as a player physically have to memorize it. Yeah. And and so the the beauty of it then at the end is that you're trying to get that one perfect run, but you've sort of got all these helpers uh, along the way as you repeat it. Do you remember the game uh, Phantom Hourglass? Uh, the Zelda game? The Zelda game on the Nintendo DS. I played a bit of it. I haven't so finished there, it. there was a, a middle level that you had to keep on going back to, but once you got to a certain point and you and you passed it in in X time, you mm. could then just skip that first part of the level and just go straight to, to that point. Straight okay. to that. So basically what you could actually do is have like a world timer that starts as soon as as soon as the game starts. Yeah. So everything is is determined to happen at at a certain time. Now, if you happen to get to um say at 1 p.m. and 33 seconds, three guys come around the corner and you're there at um 1 p.m. and 1 minute, those three guys have already left. So Depending on how fast you can get there, depends on whether you you see these three guys coming out and doing doing something. But right. once you once you've worked out how to get out of the farm, steal his steal his truck, and get to this one position, you can next time that you die, you can automatically just go okay, get to this location at this time because that's what I got to as my best time. So yeah, far. okay, yeah. So you can almost set like save points. Yeah. At it any could time almost, you it can could go almost back be a manual thing. I think it could be always be yeah. a manual thing. Where, yeah, it's basically giving yourself unlimited save states uh, to say, oh, all right, that didn't work. Let's go back to that one three loops ago where I got to this point at this time and yep. we'll see how uh, what other ways I can do it from there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's then, cool. Th- then if you want to um, if you want to try and beat that time to to get there five minutes earlier... You can go back and re- replay the start, or at any time you can just go no, skip skip this end. Yeah, or from like your best time to it from an earlier point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I, I'm kind of picturing this could be a bit like a Hitman level where there are you know a bunch of different ways you can get through it with these different events happening at yes. different times, and there is you know one or two ways through the level where you could just do it super quick like if you're super quick you're super accurate you can hit your hit your your goal by just do this do this do this do this do this but obviously you just you have to get the feel for the level what happens at what time sort out the the repercussions of doing this that you know the order of doing things and stuff yeah that could be cool yep and having the world timer so that you know things happen at certain times, depending on, I mean, if if you actually uh, delay someone, then you can delay how long they may they may get to something else. So you may have to actually delay these these three people here from from getting to a meeting, right? And then that causes them to be in in trouble with the with the mafia boss or something like that. So you could actually have little things like that. Yeah. So you know that some other event then is going to happen later, but the only way you can know that is by seeing it play out the first yep. time and then maybe there's some sort of memory kind of thing like some sort of mechanic in place that lets you remember those things yeah you know when you get to that point then in future you get a little reminder or something that says if you do this this is going to happen if you don't do this you know this other thing might happen or whatever yeah. kind of cause and effect i, I like that yeah <laughs> that could be really cool it could be really cool so someone go out and make that but always <laughs> oh yeah that'd be it would be a tough game to make you don't really have to script it really well and, and put some really good systems in place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the first thing you always have to do is find a way to clean the muck off your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> or 
Well, no, I guess there could be reasons to keep the mark on your clothes, but. <laughs> it turns Co- out that the fastest cause, way through is you just make it the whole baby. time. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, three to one click. Preserve. Supporter. Hmm. So, my mind goes to a phrase we use too often. My mind goes to, or I'm thinking, well, here's what I'm seeing. (laughs) I'm seeing, I'm wondering, could this be? (laughs) So, some sort of sports event uh, where something is happening and you have to find a way to preserve all the fans, the supporters. Okay, I was actually thinking preserve as in jam. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, some sort of sports event, and you're a giant, and you have to come and steal sports fans to turn into- To make human jam. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or jelly for our American users. (laughs) No, okay, I like- Listeners. Marmalade. Um, I like your idea better. I think a jam-based game could work well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe are you trying to like kickstart your jam business? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a point and click adventure. We haven't done one of those in a while. Okay. Let's build some narrative around this person who wants to kickstart their jam business. Uh what's special about their preserves? Um they're amazing. Um it's got ingredients that you've never thought should go into jam before. Right. So, like, like, like human stuff. <laughs> human. Human blood. Babies. <laughs> Just babies of any kind. Battery acid. <laughs> Give that little bit of tingle. <laughs> well, maybe there's like a, maybe there's sort of an ulterior motive to this. Maybe, maybe it's that this person has discovered something, like they've discovered some sort of secret formula. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I was sort of liking where it was going until you said point and click. <laughs> really? Yep. All right. Take it in a different direction. Okay. So, first person shooter. I'm with you. I I kind of do like the idea of a giant. Mm-hmm. So in in the giant world. Yep. You've um, realised that down below the clouds there's this amazing source of uh, of fruit. In quotation marks, and basically you ma- you make these preserves that are like talk of the town. So the whole idea is that um, as you're as you're going out and selling selling the fruit um, or selling selling the preserves, um, occasionally you have to go down below the clouds to um, to okay. reap your harvest. Yeah, and that's where the first person shooter sort of stuff comes in. in yeah, that. so you've you're- got like some sort of suction gun. Yep. But it's that combined with, like, an economic simulator, like a, a, a lemonade stand style thing, yep. where you have to set your prices um, and, and choose your, your other ingredients, how much human blood and bone to put into each of your preserves to get the perfect recipe. Yes. But the, the thing is, many, many years ago, the, um, the government decided to basically hide the fact that there were humans below the cloud. The giant government. The, the giant's government, because, you know, maybe maybe humans are addictive. Well, no, I, I mean, I kind of like the idea that 
there are groups out there in the giant world who know that humans are sentient beings and that they probably shouldn't be eaten, even though they're delicious. And no. yeah, perhaps perhaps slightly addictive. And so part of part of the then this of the selling process is that it's actually illegal if they find out that there's humans yep. in your preserves. It's not it's not legal to to make it out of like um, fruit and some giant animals. <laughs> but, yeah, but um, like hoovering it up from from you know whole continents of people and <laughs> that sort of stuff could be. Um, so yeah, so I like th- this has got a good arc to it because the this there's like a truce between the giants and the humans. And it's been in place for hundreds of years, and so most of the humans have forgotten that the giant world exists. Uh, and so the fir- the first time you go down there with your little Hoover, uh, we probably shouldn't be using actual brand names. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> with your little vacuum gun, like you, they just they can't fight back at all. They're helpless, and so you yep. you get a good batch, and you go back up, and you you create your recipes, and you sell it, and you don't tell anybody what's in it. Uh, or maybe you can, but you, then you have to sell it on the black market sort of thing. Like, you've got choices of to how, how to market it and, and where to sell it. But, of course, you've got to be very careful because if too many humans see you, then, you know, if one or two see you, it's sort of okay. They, it, um, you may get sort of like see a tabloid and, and you say, oh, I saw a giant and he was who? Yeah, well, that's it. There's, vacuuming there's up a, people. There's a sense of the media... Yeah, like catching on to what's happening. So does that mean you have to be stealthy? Like that's pretty hard. Yeah, I'm, giant. I'm thinking giant stealth, uh, giant stealth missions. It's like but, hide but behind fucking skyscrapers <laughs> and shit. How big is this giant? Are we talking giant like ten feet, <laughs> or are we talking giant like a hundred feet? Um, Why am I using question. feet? I'm fucking Australian. Yep. Uh, anyway. A giant is in six meters tall, or <laughs> yeah, or like sixty meters tall. Um. I kind of like the idea that it's sort of 60 metres tall. Right. It's like building size. It is actually building size. Building size. So, because people aren't looking looking up, you know, if you stand still and you you may be able to, like, get, like, redwoods, like, that you put, you put on, your, on your legs like stilts. Um, <laughs> they just think they're trees. They just think you're a fucking tree. You're a giant just, on stilts, so you're even taller. A giant on stilts, so you're even taller. And you just, like, you're moving around on, on these stilts in, in the redwood forest. So, of course, you've got to choose which, which stilts you, you're going to use, depending on where you're going to be. So, right. So, once you move into the more populated areas, you don't have buildings. redwoods. It's just, yeah, it's like literal <laughs> buildings. You so, just, yeah, you know that that add, that adds to it. And of course, if if people people are seeing if they look up and then they go, "Oh my god!" Well, the other thing is, if you suck vac- them up, well, that's it. Yeah, that's it. If you vacuum up the witnesses, you're okay. Yeah, but um, that's that's why sometimes it's good to to go into the redwood forest and and get some hitchhikers. Oh, not hitchhikers. I'm um, fucking hikers. hikers. Regular regular hikers. Not hitchhikers, but yeah, hikers. They, they aren't hitching anything. They're just hiking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I like that. That's cool. And then, <laughs> and then later on, like inevitably, it, it, you you are going to get enough heat that diplomatic talks between the giant and human world start, and you're a wanted criminal, and it's yeah. even harder. And you know, the 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 humans down below start bringing in the military, and they you know they start bringing in some things that can actually damage you and hurt you. So, but but that brings in new flavors of jam. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. 
This is yeah, Cap- camo preserve. O- only United States military in this jam. I'm just wondering if there's different flavors between the countries. So oh, different that's... nationalities cost a bit different. Mm. <laughs> Taste a bit different. <laughs> that's getting into some tricky stereotypical areas. I don't think we should go down that path. <laughs> Maybe we go down the Sweeney Todd path of just like professions. <laughs> just play that song that I don't remember any words to. Yeah, I don't remember them either. Okay, I'll put, three, I'll two, put in. Quick. I'll put in a perfectly legal snippet of the song. No, I'm not going to bother doing that. Fair enough. Three, two, one, click. Three, two, one, click. Gossip. Loop. Loop. L double O P. Yep. <laughs> so it's like a multiplayer game that's basically telephone in some way. <laughs> Like, or a rumor starting game where you have to start a rumor and then when it gets back to you, you get points for how much it's grown and how bad it's gotten. Okay. I don't don't know how that works from a mechanical point of view, but. Yeah, especially because when you hear something, you know, you you can maybe put it all together again. Unless when, when you hear a rumor, you then have to like click on, click on the, um, the words just in, in sequence. So. You hear a rumor, and then you've got to repeat that those words to the next person that you see. But you have to just remember what what was said to send it on. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like in telephone, where you know you have to physically remember. Yeah, well, I kind of like was, the idea that. Well, so is this a single player game or a multiplayer game? Um, I, I like it being multiplayer. This could almost be like a Jackbox Party Pack sort of thing, where you get. Like, there are, um, you get the names. Well, that'd be too easy if you get the names of actual people in your group. Cause I'm thinking one of the things that's often might be hard to remember is just like the names of people, fictional people that you've just been introduced, introduced to. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, you, you get the initial rumor that, um, Jack made out with Jessica and Lauren found out. And then, but it only flashes up for a second. And then you have to like, somehow pass that on to the next person. I'm thinking you you have, like, a whole heap of words sort of put together that you have to, like, select which word happened when. Right. So, you're well, maybe that's it. Maybe you have to start putting a timeline together. Maybe it goes multiple rounds. Yep. So, you have to figure... You not only have to f- um, pass the rumour on, but then the next round a new rumour starts and, you, and it's connected in some way, but you have to figure out did it come before or after, who was involved... So Tony Tony was behind the sofa and he spied um Jack kissing Jessica. And yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, just gradually build on what actually happened. Build it up party. and layer yeah, <laughs> that you know, and once Lauren found once Lauren saw them kissing, she went and told Frederick Who's <laughs> Frederick? He's Frederick. <laughs> she went and told Frederick, who was uh doing drugs <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What sort of rumors? I'm not a gossipy person. Um, no, who was who was firing- His weapon in the air. <laughs> sure. I was going with job firing. I was, go- I was trying to bring another person into it. But yeah, like some sort of chain of events. Yeah. And, and so, if you get the people mixed up or you get the order mixed up, like it's going to end up being something very different. And then you could even have it that it like plays out- the differences or something like it plays out what actually happened and plays out what each person 
said happened by the end. Yeah. And and whoever's the whoever got the closest wins or something. But I mean you you could really screw it up from the very start. Like it I think you could actually have it that like the start the start of the, the sentence is given to you and then you have to choose the person, what they were doing, to which person, and just and it's selecting from like a list of, of those sort of, of things. Of all the and people who like, are involved. They or or just random random names, like Yeah, or it could just throw extra ones in there, yeah. Because, I mean, you've only just heard this. So it then asks you, you know, after three seconds or so, now repeat it back to me. Or repeat it to the next person. And you, well, it could you even literally have... got a list of five different names. So you could have actually yeah. given the names the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it could even have, like, little... Uh, there could be an aspect of visual as well. Because if we're doing it as sort of a Jackbox thing, uh, it could give you on your phone or on the screen, like faces instead of names. So you have to actually start attaching faces to names as well, which just gives obviously an extra layer of, of the possibility of getting things wrong. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, like on the screen, it introduces the players to everybody, like the, 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 the characters to everybody. And then the first person on their phone gets, uh, you know, Jack kissed, I don't know why it's always kissing, but that seems to be... Is this teenagers? It's probably teenagers. They're, all they do is kiss. Jack yeah. finger banged. <laughs> Tony. But then, <laughs> Tony. But then it, but it shows a face. Like, it says, like, some of it is names, some of it is faces. Uh, and so you have to... Yeah, like, if you've been good enough at remembering who is who, like, by their face, <laughs> then you'll, you, might, you might do better... Uh, but you have to, you can't, you obviously can't describe the face to the next person. So you have to oh. tell, you have to tell them in the name. You have to tell them the name. Okay. So the person that starts the rumor gets played like a little video on their screen. And then okay. they, they get to put together the rumor to send off to the next person. All right. And, and that way, that person has been the only one to actually see, you know, what yeah. the actual rumor was. Okay. And then, you know, you've got to see how well you can actually put it around. And it's basically, if, if you did a, a good job at, at like creating, creating a narrative, you know, mm. you see how long you can get the narrative to keep on going around in the loop, the more points that you get. Like, so that everyone gets. do you get to just, is it, I think it'd have to be that you kind of, you do select from certain, uh, verbs and things though. Yeah. Um, so, but I wonder if it's that, yeah, so, okay, so first everyone gets introduced to the people at this party or whatever yep. on the big screen. The first person gets a little video on their screen of something happening. They have to then put in the names of the people and what happened. Involved and, it, and, and what it's happened. From, it's from drop downs and stuff. And maybe there is occasionally things added in there, that, like names added in there that weren't actually, that don't actually go with one of the people in the party just to fuck you up a bit. Yeah, but then the next person doesn't get the names; they get the faces, right? So yeah, yeah, with which to with which to select after they've been told. You know, it flashed up on their screen for three seconds. The, yeah, that. Well, and then Jack maybe they get Tony and Lauren saw it and <laughs> blah blah. Yeah, but blah. they just they just see Jack's face. They don't. I don't know. If <laughs> finger paint <laughs> Tony's face. And Tony's Lawrence's face. face. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, and he's expressing himself. 
Jack finger bang Tony's but face. Then maybe they see what maybe they see what happens next or before. Like maybe then they get a video and that adds to it. And so if they if they get the names wrong, well, it could, and it could even be that based on what the first person did, mm-hmm. like so they might. Have, so <laughs> we're fucking going to keep with this example, aren't we? So if the first person sees Jack finger banging Tony and then Lauren popping up. Like that's the little video that plays up, but then, but but because they've only seen the video, and they got the names mixed up. They see Lauren. They put in Lauren Fingerbang Tony, and Jack saw it. But then that changes the video of what happens next, right? Because that's they've already transposed those names. So the next person gets a video. Oh, like the if if they'd got it right, it would have been a, per, a video of Lauren going off and like doing something else in response to seeing it, but they get the video of Jack going off and doing it. Like, it's a little yep. animated thing. Okay. And then the when it finally gets back to the person who started the rumour as part of the loop, yeah. they then score everyone else on how it all went. So, the person who started the rumour doesn't get a score, but everyone else does. So, they've all got to try and work together to try and well, get no, this I right. Think what, I think part of what happens is, like, the person who started the rumour gets a score based on how many aspects of it everybody else got right. Yeah, but then you, you could have people that actually tank it. So, I think um, the idea of having everyone else get a score and not, not the person who started it. Well, I mean, they well they get a score too. I mean, often the way that often the way Jackbox works, like like those Jackbox games work, is yeah, like you get a score for getting it right, but also the person who kind of set it up so that you would get it right also gets a score. So yeah, I think yeah. the people who got things right about it because there could all, there could almost be every aspect. It's like okay, how far did the name Jack stay correct, sort of thing, right? So you get it's like it's it, it was three people before Jack and and Tony got mixed up, so you and get Lauren three points or something, mix. yeah, or whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, you could figure out a way to score that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see this video of Jack finger banging Tony. Oh, uh, just Google. I'm sure if you Google Jack finger banging Tony, you'll find something t- strikes your fancy, Trevor. <laughs> All right, three, two, one, click. Vinyl standing. Mm. Hang on. Jack finger banging. finger banging Tony. Tony. <laughs> eh. Third link's about prostate stimulation. Stimulation. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, um, I-, I want us to become the top result of this episode. <laughs> right, standing vinyl, some sort of like music vinyl based thing, perhaps. Yeah, I do like the idea of it being to do with record, like record vinyl. Yeah. But I'm just wondering, you know, how to make a game out of that that isn't similar to something that we've already done. Maybe it's like an arcade sort of game where you're some sort of, like you're a cockroach and you're on a spinning <laughs> record player, like a spinning vinyl. Uh, and it's like just a pla- like an arcadey sort of endless runner. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm not sure what you'd be dodging except for the fucking Dust needle, particles the, and needle the needle, and, and, and the, the arm every time. Uh, duck under it or jump over it. Um, no, <laughs> no. 
It's it sounds like it should be ripe for for game yeah. ideas. Yeah, not even if it's not even if it's not record based, like vinyl flooring, vinyl clothes, <laughs> <laughs> divinals, <laughs> the divinals. <laughs> when I think about you, I touch myself. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and I'm standing while I do it. <laughs> um, no. I think this Three might be a click again. Yeah. Spending. Reporting. This is another spreadsheet game. <laughs> I hate when they get these combinations. Uh, all right. No, it could be a, like, newspaper kind of thing. Okay. Like journalism simulator of some sort that you're maybe an investigative reporter reporting into like the spending of the government oh okay i was going more like a sim uh, like a builder builder sort of game where you're building up a newspaper or something but yeah i don't know those are two very different directions they are we've probably done a lot of sim builders but then we've done a lot of like third person action adventures too so i don't know what what sort of mode like which is where my mind went for an investigative reporter i don't know why that's weird um i'm i'm seeing it as point and click point and click into investigating so government spending do you, do you remember the old 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 cd rom game spycraft the great game yeah i don't think i ever played it well, no, I don't think I ever played it. So, basically, you played like a CIA agent and mm-hmm. you had things to do in, in the game. Like, you, you're doing some very basic investigations, looking through um, some reports and, and highlighting some some ambiguities. And then Sounds you can- fascinating. <laughs> but at one, at one yeah. stage, you had to, like, put together a photo of, of like, in order to- to like be able to re- arrest this other spy, you had to actually doctor a photo, and you can come up with some puzzles around. Mm. You know, at, at the start, it can just be a very simple point and click. You're sort of looking through um, some of these spending things, and then you go, "Oh, look! They said that this this budget here was um, being spent on military, but the figures don't make sense." And then you can go into like those, those planes were made out of polystyrene. Where did that money actually go? This money actually went to Area 51. <laughs> Have you seen the movie The Accountant <laughs> with Ben Affleck? No. He's basically, I think he's like autistic in some way, but he's also an assassin, but a really good accountant. <laughs> basically. <laughs> I don't remember it well enough to make references to it, obviously. Yeah. So I'm thinking that you could. In the intro video, it basically says, you've noticed that there's there's some inconsistencies over in government spending around this sort of area. And you can start investigating and ask, asking questions and... Like uh, some sort of national broadband network. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not supposed to bring that up. <laughs> not touching that with the 50-foot barge roll. Some, somebody's joining the man. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so there's some sort of government spending that is, surprise, surprise, not being spent in the right way, or how they're claiming it's being spent. So, is this yeah. papers, please, except with accounting documents? Oh, it could be. It's like you have to sort through piles of figures and determine 
and like click on each of them when you're like, this doesn't match up. And it goes, ding, ding, yes, this, you're right. This um, this spreadsheet here has got an incorrect formula in cell. <laughs> <laughs> it says... 853. <laughs> it says hash, hash error. What does that mean? <laughs> it says NA. <laughs> it's like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> it's doing a V look up. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the pivot table? <laughs> okay, so it's just an Excel game. <laughs> I told you this was a spreadsheet game. All right, I think we need to click again. <laughs> Three to a click. Maker. Punt. Punt maker. So it's a god game where you literally get to pick people up and just punt them. <laughs> Wasn't that black and white? <laughs> punt them Couldn't into you the sun. pretty much do that? <laughs> so it's a virtual reality game. It's a Vive exclusive, and you have to have bought one of those other pucks so you can fit it to your shoe. Right. Or if, or if you are going to use like the um the Oculus Rift, you have to get like the shoe add-on that you can put the the trackers on, like what one of, one of the touch controllers into. It's sort of like um, is that a thing? I wonder how many of those have been broken by using that particular peripheral. Well, what I don't know whether you saw how they did Rock Band. Live or whatever it was on no, the PC, no. but basically they had attachment that you could just put the touch controller into at, at that fit at the top of the guitar, so it right. would actually tell you where where the end of the guitar was. Okay, so you could do the same thing. You could just yeah, get yeah. an attachment for the shoe that plug plug that in, and there there you go. You've now got you you got your right hand to like drop the people, and then you you can just boot them. The problem is that. I won't be able to play this game because there's no way they're going to release size 15 shoes with the fucking t- the attachment. <laughs> oh no, no! It, the I way the way it, it will on, actually work it goes is, on is your is shoe it, in some way. Maybe it, it clips, clips to your it, ankle. I was thinking it, it could just slip in where the tongue is, right? You know, of the of the shoe, just mm-hmm. slip under that. Sounds sexy. Yes, and then you uh, use the tongue to like to just centrally nestle the touch controller into the opening. Or five wand to or tracker or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, what's the game? You get to kick things? You get to kick well, you're you're again a, a maker. So you're you're the god. Oh, I and see. you just get to you get to pick up people and just boot them into the sun if you want or or whatever. Just it's virtual reality. The possibilities are endless. Yes. Whatever you want to kick people into, you can. Mm-hmm. Sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm having to click again because I've got nothing else. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of getting a run here of, of mediocre. Yep. Three to one quick. All right. I don't know if this is going to be much better. Corporation. Quotation. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Click again. All right. <laughs> Manufacturing. Wit. <laughs> So it's someone okay, manufacturing wit. Now that's an interesting dilemma or or like oxymoron because you know, comedy wit is not generally something you can manufacture, you know, it comes from the unforeseeable, it comes from the unexpected. Mhm. So I don't know how we get a game out of that. Um it's a mobile game mm-hmm. of the of the movie Clerks. <laughs> and so, as each customer comes to you, you have to come up with a witty response. So, that's 
manufacturing the the wit okay. <laughs> by putting together how does verbs. The, how does the game judge you on your responses? Is this one of these things where it sends it to another player <laughs> and they have to give it a score? Yeah, okay. <laughs> maybe that player, maybe it's other players that even come up with the thing, like, so, a play- <laughs> Jesus. So, a player, so you turn on, you start up your app. Yep. And it's like, you're at the store, it presents you with a storefront and mm-hmm. the Facebook picture of someone else <laughs> pasted onto the front of a clerk. And you have to choose something to buy, and then you have to come up with some asshole remark. <laughs> <laughs> and then the person has to literally type in their response. Yeah, back. and then and then once you've done that, you get the response to someone else's like it's not to your own asshole remark, it's to someone you get the response, you see someone else's asshole remark and the response made by another clerk, and you get to say, Five star comeback, dude. And they get points. <laughs> <laughs> okay, click again. This is terrible. <laughs> oh my god! The end of this episode is going off the rails. Stability, corpse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's a st- skateboarding game, <laughs> um, but everyone's dead. It's a zombie skateboarding game. Mm. And depending on which limbs you have left, you have to balance. So, I was thinking with stability. Yeah. It could be um, you've got to try and keep your body fresh. Okay. Because if you let it get too decayed, then you're less stable and you're, and you're going to- You can't keep up a stable income. You're going to start losing, like, fingers and legs and- yeah. Yeah. And then it becomes harder and harder to bring in a stable income. So I'll, I I kind of like the idea of um you've seen the um you've seen the TV show of Santa Clarita diet? Yes, yes. So I'm thinking that it's kind of like that that you've just found out that you're Okay. You've just become dead. zombified. Yeah, you're dead. And if you don't eat human flesh, you're going to start decaying. So you you're trying you're trying to keep keep up appearances keep up appearances keep your job on the line as well as be able to actually hunt and kill people right okay so I kind of like the idea of you're playing Drew Barrymore okay so it's literally a licensed game oh yeah it's a licensed of game. Santa Clarita Diet okay so he plays Drew Barrymore and so is it about like, is there, obviously, there's some sort of stealth elements in that you can't be seen killing people. Can't be seen killing people. You've got to try and clean up your mess afterwards. You've got a husband who, who wants to help out, but he's sickened by the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And you're also, you, you've got to try and not leave anyone alive, otherwise they also become a zombie. Right. Okay. So, maybe it plays out on sort of a day-by-day basis, and every day you have tasks to do that are just your regular day-to-day tasks. Yep. But also, some at some point in that day, you have to kill and eat someone and make sure that their body is to the point that they're not going to come back. Yep. Now, now you can you can actually, you know, freeze them in, in a freezer and put them in, into your, into your uh, what's it called, storage container, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and- Make human smoothies. And, okay, so and you don't have to necessarily and- kill someone every day as long as you've got enough of a stock of yep. relatively fresh meat. Human Obviously, meat. 
human flesh. You're also you're trying to sell houses at the same time, right? So that's part of the yeah, that's part of your sort of day to day tasks that you have to go about doing. Yep, I, I think this has got this has got a lot of um a lot of possibilities <laughs> as a game. Really, <laughs> wait, you just bypassed the opportunity to say this game's got a lot of meat on its bones. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you do the bad puns, not me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm thinking it's almost like a. It always writes itself. It's like a third person kind of stealthy, actiony adventure GTA esque sort of thing. Yep. Open yep. openish world. Um, uh, so different as, characters, as you go, cut scenes. As you as you're driving around, if you haven't managed to eat anything for a while, mm-hmm. your rage meter just starts getting um. Getting higher and higher and higher. Yeah. To the point that you almost can't control your character if you're walking past someone. Right. They're just going to attack them. Just a- attack them unless you can sort of, you know, beat your will with like one of the quick time events or, or mm. you know, pre- pressing the button. Some really, sort really of mini game. To- yeah. Yeah. I like that. So you really have to make sure you find someone in a dark alley somewhere before your rage meter gets so high that you just kill, you know, someone in a crowded street. Yeah. yeah. And of course, Going with how they how they tried to do it, one of their one of their tasks was to actually find find someone who was a bad person. Right. Okay. So it comes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It comes down to to who you, who you kill based on what you find out about them in some way. So there's almost yeah. an element of like watchdogs, <laughs> where you're kind of like <laughs> tapping their phones or something. I don't know. Like you'd have to come up with some way of of finding out who's a bad person. Or maybe you just see events happen. There are random events where you see someone like steal a handbag. It's like, yeah, that's bad yeah. enough. <laughs> Follow them down an alley. <laughs> my rage meters, my rage meter and my decomposition meter are way too high for me to worry about how bad this person actually yeah. is. So basically, as you're going through the game, you can either attack random random civilians that has have, there's no one around, but then your guilt meter will go up. Mm. Mm. And if you feel too guilty, then you may actually have an uncontrollable urge to call the cops on yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what happens when your guilt leader gets too high? Is it just game over? Is it just you turn yourself in? Yeah, I, I think I think you've got that sort of idea. You've got some elements from the um, from the TV show as well. In that, you know, you've got a nosy neighbour who um, who is doing some bad shit as well. Mm-hmm. That you end up having to kill. You've got um, Nathan Fillion as the. Um, well, the Nathan Fillion part isn't <laughs> isn't a spoiler. He dies in the first episode. <laughs> but I, I know I think it's I think it's got a lot of meat on its bones. There you go. Um, <laughs> well, I already made the joke, Trevor. <laughs> just cut out the other one. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll give you the credit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Uh, where else? Where else could we go with this? Trying not to hit too many beats of the TV show. Yeah, you generally want to. Let it stand on its own to some degree. Um, I think that you can um, just get reports every now and again from from your husband who who's doing some research as to try and get rid of this for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there could be an overarching sort of story that results in you being cured. I suppose. I mean, again, that's maybe I don't know where the show's going to go, but that's maybe following the show a bit too closely. But yeah. Um, but I like I like the idea of you've got nothing to, nothing really to do with that. You're you're just having to determine how you beat yeah, some of these people. Sort of re- it's, just- it's 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 
through it's third person action adventure slash the Sims slash resource management of your meat storage. <laughs> it's like I only have one arm and three toes left in my freezer. I really need to find someone today. And and, and toes are you know they're yummy just like um just like chicken wings. But you know come on, there's only there's not much meat on those um yeah it's on like those toes. it's like popcorn chicken. <laughs> Once you pop, you just can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> like Pringles. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking for graphics wise. Okay. It it um some of it can be cell shaded because I like that idea, but it's mm. just gonna be like super 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 gory. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Just like gushes of blood. Just arcing gushes of blood. Yep. So, you know, you can sort of set up the scene to, to keep it clean, you know, using plastic bags and all that sort of stuff and wearing like one of those plastic raincoat sort of things. Right. Okay. You can take some preparations before you kill someone. Yeah. As long as you've got time between like open houses. <laughs> um, the, the other thing is I think you have to keep the whole idea of like the puke. Oh, yeah. The puke for becoming a zombie. So the the start of it, you know, you can you can literally walk in to do the um to do the open house, and then you start feeling sick. It's like fully so the- dynamic puke physics. Yeah, and it's kind of like um kind of like you paint the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. I feel like this game needs that. Uh, did you ever play Viscera cleanup detail? Yeah, I feel like it needs that engine. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a that's a strong enough one to end on, so I think so. I think so. I think we I think we pulled it off. Yes. Uh yeah, so thank you everybody for joining us today on Bitstorm. It's been fun. We came up with some cool stuff. If you want to find us on the internet, so we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as BitstormCast. We also have a Facebook group, Facebook.com slash group slash bitstorm. We put up a listener click pitch there every week. It's a bit of fun. We're also on Podchaser, which is my website. Go there, podchaser.com. Search for Bitstorm. We're also on iTunes, where you can rate, review, and su- subscribe. We've got a website, bitstormcast.com. Uh, we'd like to thank all the people out there in AGPN land, the Australasian <laughs> Gaming Podcast Network. See y'all at PAX. See next, y'all at PAX. Next week, bitches. In fact, when this comes out... We've seen you at PAX. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You've got a buffer now. Yeah. And finally, we'd like to thank Kuradust for the song Mount Defiance off of the album Containment Failure. Awesome. We zoomed through that. That was great. So, <laughs> again, thank you for joining us. I have been Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. You can't return that flashlight.